0: live on location on a Thursday night ahead of the NFL Divisional Round playoffs. What look like there'll be four great games, man. I'm fired up, bags for these four games because the wild card weekend stunk, plain and simple.
1: It didn't stink.
0: The games weren't good. These games are going to be better, I promise you. We are at the bunker in Clifton Park, uh, right off 146, not far from Clifton Park Mall. And we are celebrating our pick six vodka winners this season. There are too many of them.
1: We're celebrating defeat. Is that what you're saying? Who viewers does
0: Viewers who came on this show week to week and proceeded to beat us in our NFL Pick'Em segment. And, and look, let's be honest, it was two against one every single week. Yeah, look, it's
1: embarrassing. Okay, it's embarrassing. But here we are. And look, if the worst we do is give some people in the Capital Region some food, some drinks, some pick six swag, And I feel like we've really done our job by losing, and we're here tonight to reveal to you that
0: we were losing on purpose. All right, we got our uh, divisional round picks coming up on today's show. We've got the Louisiana Popeyes, Louisiana Fast Minute as well. And movie critic and sports talk host Ben Lyons is going to join the show. We'll talk Nick's Nets. We'll talk about the movies that are out in theaters now. What does he like? What doesn't he like? We'll do it all here live from the bunker on the News Channel 13 Facebook page, Twitter, YouTube. And if you're watching us on Saturday night, always on my four. Let's get it going, bags.
2: This is Honorado and Bagnardi, brought to you by Outfit House.
0: All right, I'm slow here. All right, let me do a bit. Okay, I'll wait. Here. This is the bunker in Clifton Park. Beautiful. I mean, this is an incredible facility. And by the way, T-shirt. There it is. We're giving O and B stuff away on uh, on this show as well with our, our viewers who are in the house. Pixie's vodka hooking up with some swag and some Honorado and Bagnardi swag as well, Shawnee. You now have a winter, a winter hat. Shut up. I don't want to hear from you anymore. You right? moved my camera. You moved my camera. Oh,
1: sorry. Yeah. Uh, yes. Thank you, finally, for the winter hat, but the bunker. I mean, when we did the old podcast, the old radio-style podcast, and yeah. now we're going to have to get back, I always set the scene. So you're stealing my thunder now by setting the scene. But this place, let me tell you something, these people are serious about their virtual golf game. It couldn't be more real to them. They're coming in with their clubs, slung over their shoulder, serious look on their faces. Yeah. They take this is real. This is the
0: real deal. Do you think you'd be better hitting it into a screen or actually into an open field?
1: I think the screen is less embarrassing, and if you screw it up, you can be like, "Now this this technology is not up to speed yet." By the way, technology similar to this is going to be
0: the topic for my Louisiana Fast Minute. We'll tease there. Look at you! You're a real professional. All right, let's get into it here. We got four games this weekend in the NFL playoffs. As I've said, I think all of them are going to be terrific. I think they're going to be all worth watching to the very end. And I can't say that about what we had in the wild card round. Here's the first one: four thirty on Saturday. Bengals Titans. Where's Nick and who day? Who day? Titans are three and a half point favorites here at home. Who do you like? Well,
1: to me, this is a very close game. This should be a good game. I like what we saw out of the Bengals last week. Now, of course, we always fall victim to this, right? Well, we can. We can fall victim to when a team has a bye and we don't see them because they were so good in the regular season. In the wild card round, we see a team play really well, obviously well enough to get a playoff win. And now we're looking at it as a team that played and won a playoff game last week against a team that didn't, but we can kind of forget how good that other team is and why they have their bye. All that said, I'm taking the Bengals because, for me, this is basically a pick Um Tennessee gets the points because they're the home um. team. But I like it if you're going to now give me the points on this bet to take the Bengals. So if they win, I win it.
0: And if Tennessee only wins by
1: a field goal, which Vegas says that's about how close it should be, then I've still
0: got a chance with my bet. I'm on the island. I like being on this island. Our viewer this week is Duke Johnson. So even though it's the pick six vodka pick of four games... And I'm, I'm going to do the same here, too, because I skipped a step. But Duke yeah. is our viewer this week. He's on the Bengals here as well. I like the island of Tennessee. You said it. a lot of prisoner of the moment here that the Bengals are so good. And they are. They're very good. Let's not forget, Tennessee is a one seed. They've got home fuel advantage. And they did this, Bags, without Derrick Henry for more than half the year. This is a good football team. Let's show them a little respect. And Henry comes back healthy. Got to give him at least 15 carries. If he's under 15, I don't think Tennessee wins this game. He needs to be durable. He needs to have the endurance. He needs to be effective. And Tennessee's defense is better than you think. It's better than people remember. So I don't expect Chase to go all the way he did last week and the way he has through pretty much all season long. So not only give me the Titans to win, give me the Titans to cover the three and a half, too. <laughs> Do you
1: think that Derrick Henry in a way could hurt them? Now it seems crazy because he's the best running back in all of football. But you just said it. They've been winning without him. Do you think now there's sort of this no. idea that we have to get him involved and we have to maybe change what has been working for us recently without him to now force him in, and that could hurt them in some way.
0: No, I worry I would worry more about that if it was a star receiver, Right now I gotta to try to force him the ball into coverage. Henry's a monster. I have no issue monster. with what Derrick Henry might or might not be able to do. Look at the standings. This is tight now. Honorado is right there. This is the last week we will go head to head with a viewer. Yeah. So right. I, I like being on the island early with Tennessee. <laughs> I need to make up. Two games
1: uh, out of the four, top Yeah. You, see, we said this last week, and then this is kind of like a bonus. And I wonder why we all of a sudden have this bonus week of picking <laughs> football games. Could it be because Chris is one game behind the viewer in the standings, and maybe he wants to finish with the season crown? Maybe it has something to do with that. Would that be so wrong? Is that so wrong? You better win it then. And you're, you're lucky just to have an opposite pick. Because you remember last week, you were right down the line, six for six I know. with the gas. Well, sure, you, yes. you didn't have a chance, obviously, to make up a game. Yep. So now already you at least have one chance to make up a spot here. Exactly. Our guy Jay
0: Palaski is watching from home. Wish you could be with us, Jay. Uh, Jason's one of our winners here. And Sam is in the house. Sam watches every week. He is in the house. So we love it. We love it. We love it. We love it. All right, let's get on to the next game here, Bags. Let's do it.
1: This is the one I'm
0: lock in on. It's the, it's the only one I'm worried about. It's the Niners. It's the Packers. It's the matchup that everybody tells me isn't good for Green Bay. But this is at night. At Lambeau Field, the MVP is in green and gold. This is a must-win. Zero excuses. I'll worry about next week when next week comes. But if the Packers don't get it done here, that's a real embarrassment. I don't care how good San Francisco is, and they're very good. But you have to win this game. I don't care if you cover or not. you got to win. Period.
1: Well, they're going to win, and they're going to cover, because to be under a touchdown here is, I think, a friendly number for them. Because you said it. It's Rogers. It's in Green Bay. It's at night. It's a playoff game. I would be shocked. As good as San They've Francisco,
0: lost their last three playoff games to, to San Francisco.
1: <laughs> not this San Francisco team, not this Green Bay team. So I'm not I don't I don't go down that road with the history like that when you're talking about history that goes well beyond the last yeah. season or two, right? So yeah. um, Green Bay, yes, all the pressures on them. To some degree you could say San Francisco's playing with house money here. But this, this has Green Bay in a blowout written all over it to me. San Francisco's lucky, frankly, the way, the way Dallas misplayed the end of that game. And I know there was – they misplayed the, almost the entire game. Dallas really should have won that game, but it's, of highlighted by the mismanagement at the end that cost them one play to potentially win it. But at the end of the day, these two teams, one of them is clearly overmatched, and that's San Francisco. So you've got to take Green Bay
0: a blowout. Whoa. Travis is watching, says Bunker by far best virtual golf facility in the Capital Region. A couple of them were in Clifton Park. There's one in Gilderland, and there are more on the way. And North Greenbush is maybe right around the corner. We keep hearing things about Saratoga Springs, but there are a bunch of opportunities that I know ownership here is, is looking at. It, it is a really cool spot. Um, the key in this one, I don't have to, Green Bay has to stop the run. If they don't stop the run, not only will Debo Samuel and Eli Mitchell kill him on the ground, Garoppolo will kill them with the play action. Kittle will be wide open in the middle field because they will run play action constantly and the Packers won't be able to stop it. So if they don't stop the run or at least neutralize it a little bit, Garoppolo will look like an all pro quarterback. And we all know that he certainly is not. And you'll
1: still win, you know,
0: 45, 41, 20. You're out of your mind. You're going to put up a
1: ton of points. No chance. All
0: right. All right, Rams, Bucks. This is the three o'clock game on. NBC dun 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 news channel 13. Brady and the Bucks, three and a half point favorites here. Yep, They're the defending champs, man. They're at home. Yeah. And only a field goal, you're telling me that which is kind of the built-in spread that the NFL generally gives home teams. It's really now two Vegas people will tell you, but still only three and a half for Brady and the Bucks. Is this
3: disrespect?
1: Uh a little bit. A little bit. I think it's more about giving too much respect to the Rams than it is about disrespecting Tampa Bay. So this is crazy. You're going to have to justify this one. You just set up to me, I mean, look, the Rams handled a Cardinals team that was embarrassing. They didn't even show up. That yeah. was an embarrassment. Yeah. This will be the real playoff test for them. And of course, if they go in there and knock off the champions, that'll be a real statement about where this team is in the NFC. Um, my my pick preseason for the, the NFC Championship yep. was Tampa Bay and Green Bay. So I've got to stick with that here, and I do like them in this game, especially with a small number to cover at home.
0: I had the Rams winning the Super Bowl in the preseason, so I'm going Jim Fossil, all the chips to the center of the table here. I think that Matthew Stafford winning that first playoff game last week does a lot for his confidence and just relief overall go to Tampa and beat Brady in the Bucks. I think it's going to happen. Yeah, but
1: they're not playing with house money here, though. I mean, that's the difference. No, there's this a is... lot of pressure. Yes, correct.
0: A lot of pressure. They've loaded up for this championship run the Rams have with all the big names and all the trades they've made. Yep. If you had one game to watch this weekend, is it this one? Bills, Chiefs, Sunday night. Six thirty Arrowhead. We saw it in the AFC Championship game, and it's a slight favorite for Kansas City. You might say on a neutral field that Vegas would favor Buffalo. <laughs> you have to like the over in this one. Both offenses have finally kind of figured themselves out and are clicking. I feel like both are in the thirties in this game, bags.
1: Yeah, this this is the one to watch. I hope it'll be the closest game and the best game because. I'm rooting for Buffalo to be in this thing. Okay. But you know how I feel about Kansas City. They have been my AFC team from the beginning. Yep. And I gotta roll with that here. I gotta stick with them to get through to the AFC championship. It would be nothing would be more Buffalo than having a blowout wild card win. Right? Yeah. And then going into Kansas City and laying a complete egg. I don't think that's gonna happen. I hope it doesn't happen for Buffalo's sake. Yeah. I hope they're in this game. But if you could tell me right now this game will be a blowout, you wouldn't. You wouldn't say Buff- Buffalo is going to end of that, right? No. And again, it should be close. I hope it's close. But in a close game, don't you take Mahomes, Don't you take Patrick Mahomes with the ball in his hand?
0: Yes, yes. I, I hear what you're saying here, but I, I'm putting a little more trust in Buffalo maybe than I have in the past. I think Josh Allen will carry the ball a lot in this game. I don't know what the number is in Vegas. Probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like nine carries for Josh Allen. I I think he might go over that. I think Brian Dayball may call number 17 a bunch in this one the way he did against New England. I'm just riding with the Bills. My theme here is this time it'll be different. And that's Green Bay against San Francisco, and it's Buffalo Against Kansas City, this football time, is never different. different.
1: Football is never different. What happens in football? Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl.
0: I know. That's what happens. In football. I know, I know. That's what happens. So you think we just pick Brady the whole time?
1: That's
0: so what I'm him. gonna do. I don't know. Usually, yeah. where the smart money is. All right. Our thanks to Pick Six Vodka, Saratoga Courage Distillery, throwing this little party here at the Bunker in Clifton Park, being our partner all NFL season long. For hour pick six segment uh, on the show. And they're going to continue with us, Bags. We're rolling this thing into March Madness. We're yeah. going to do some golf with them as well. We've got big plans ahead with Saratoga Courage Distillery. Here are the four games. I'm on an island with Tennessee. We're all on Green Bay. I'm alone with the Rams. And then Bags goes solo with Kansas see, So i got a couple opportunities here, and that's what I need. I needed two to try to beat the viewer this yep. week. So I got a you gotta shot. Go to-
1: you gotta go two for two in those matchups to claim the crown for the show's sake. I got a you shot. Got got, yeah. yeah. I won't be rooting for you. No, I know. But if you if you win, I'm gonna take credit as the show beating the field. So either way, it's a win-win. All
0: right, let's take a quick time out here on Honorado and Magnardi, live from the Bumper A. Clifton Park when we come back. New segment on the show called the Louisiana Fast Minute, presented by Popeyes. We're doing that next on News Channel 13, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages, and Saturday nights on my
2: MyFour. Happiness is found in simple things. The sun on your face. Sharing laughs. At the campground. Getting wet. Relaxing together. The love of family. There's never been a better time to go outside and play. Alpenhouse Pool Spa, Boat & RV, bringing families together and creating memories since 1964. At Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Gen Air, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. And now back to Honorado and Bagnardi, brought to you by Outfit House.
0: All right, back on Honorado and Bagnardi live from the bunker, on location. Well, big sticks, vodka, Saratoga, courage, celebration here for the winners of our nfl segment week to week and we have a brand new segment on the show here and what do we do best on the show bags we enlist free help we do we do yeah. we won't name the free help just in case it goes poorly then it's not like we're throwing the help under the bus see that yeah. 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 All right. Uh, let's get this going here with the Louisiana Fast Minute brought to you by Popeyes. And, Bags, as we do that, uh, you want to take a first crack at this or or should I? There is breaking news in the world of sports. So why don't you take this thing over here because this is going to be a big, big talking point in yeah. the next few months while we're still in a lockout, oh, by the way.
1: Yeah. Give it to me. Give it to me. All right, so we talked about this. Robot
0: umpires are going to be used
1: at the triple A level in 2022. So, if you want to see them in the majors, uh, yeah. What is taking so long Chris? That's what I like. You like this idea. First of all, it's my minute. Be quiet. Second of all, of course, I like this idea. Yes, and the umpires get it right every time. No. And the robots, yes. What do we want? We want them to get it right every time it's a simple thing the ball either goes over the plane of the strike zone or it doesn't and technology can measure that you watch tennis you see how the ball goes down toward the line and then they challenge it and give you this incredibly accurate view you watch soccer when the ball goes across the goal line or it doesn't and we get that review from the perfect angle with the digital computer model that shows exactly where it landed It's time. It's time to say we have this technology. Let's use it to our advantage and take the human error element out of the game.
0: You did pretty well on time there. That's not so bad. You don't agree with that? I don't know that I agree that the robots will get it right every time. I don't know that I'm buying that. We, We use technology on this show all the time. Is it always rock solid? Does it fail at times? Are there factors that are going to get in the way of a?
1: Computer what do we spend or- on our technology compared to what Major League Baseball is going to spend? When you watch a tennis match and and
0: it's in or out on the line, yeah. do you not trust? I that do shot spot. I sure? do. Do you trust? You trust Var? A lot of people don't like Var. I mean, I you
1: so I guess what what it ultimately is going to be is they already have the strike zone, right? Do yes. you trust that when you see it on ESPN? maybe maybe not yeah. is it the same exact technology no. right. so if it's going to be at an elevated level than that it's going to be one of those things where you know where you see whether or not you really trust it but do you trust people do you trust the, the human standing behind the plate to get everything right how many times do we see and you know what you know what's, you know what's big about the robot too the biggest thing that we want the consistency how often do we see an umpire make one call in one inning, and then the bottom half of that inning, it looks like the same pitch to the human eye, but all of a sudden, it's a different call. So the robot, at the very least, should give you that
0: consistent rule, right? All right, I'm laughing at Adam's comment here. If robots did ump, then they take the hoverboard from the bullpen to the mound. Right. No no <laughs> jogging in, guys walking from the mound. We are, how, how much have we talked, and I don't, I think Adam's somewhat new to the show since we've been on News Channel 13 anyway. Um, Bags and I have talked about how ridiculous it is that guys warm up in the bullpen, and then yeah. they come out on the mound and they have to throw another 10. You just from the same distance, the mound is right. the same height. Right. Again, there's three. We'll give you three. We don't need a commercial break and we don't need 10 to get loose. You get three. Hoverboard and three warm-up
1: pitches. I like it. Good. Can I read something for you? This is the best part. So you still have to have people to operate the system, right? So baseball is now recruiting employees to operate the system for some of the minor league teams. Are you ready for these yeah. teams? The Albuquerque isotopes. Yeah, the isotopes, you sure. Like that? Yeah. How about the the Brown Rock Express, the Sacramento River Cats, the Salt Lake Bees, and the Sugarland Skeeters, yeah, and my favorite, Skeeters. The, El, the El Paso Chihuahuas. Yeah. The, they're, they're, I I there are no
0: better nicknames in sports than minor league baseball nicknames. Period. Better? Those are terrible. You don't like those. No. Oh, come on. You need a little joy in your life. My goodness. Here's what I would
1: not like about the robots. Uh, Booney can't go out there and, you know, kick dirt off. I know. Right? It takes the whole element out of the game of players. You can't argue. You can't be upset. Start right?
0: smashing a computer that's sitting behind. I mean, I know that's not how it's going to work. There won't be a physical Will it be element? able
1: to track check swings? That's another question because that's another sort of controversial thing that we see happen yeah but i think at the end of the day the technology will get it right more and that's the most
0: important thing okay all right my time now with the louisiana fast minute here brought to you by popeyes on honorado and bagnardi here it is bags now you're loving these pictures i get it but i bad news oh big three in brooklyn Big problems. Durant is injured. Kyrie can only play in road games currently. I don't trust these guys to get a win, a championship this year, and I don't think it happens as constituted. Brooklyn's big three as they are assembled will not win a championship i think this
2: durant regime just is not
0: gonna get it done here a lot of star names maybe the best big three in nba history since the best big three in nba history? You take this one over lebron wade and bosh maybe they're proven maybe those were two titles i don't think this group gets one i just don't trust durant to stay healthy I don't trust Kyrie to be there in a big moment. And I don't even think I trust Harden to be healthy. We
3: got the buzzer this week.
0: That's me shutting up now.
1: You got a buzzer. I didn't even get a buzzer. I got it in ahead of the buzzer. Um, look, obviously, I hope you're wrong, but I can understand why you would have those concerns. Kevin Durant being hurt is a big problem. Now, he'll as as scheduled right now, he'll be back and be healthy and be okay long enough before the playoffs. For them to get this thing right with him, Tyree, we know he'll be playing in home games when it matters. Because even if the Nets have to pay a fine in the postseason, that's what we hope will happen, and that's what they'll probably end up doing. So, I think we'll see the big three together for a full playoff run this year. Obviously, anybody could get hurt at any time. If that happens, I like them to win it. I like them as the favorites. I don't think I think they're so good when they're all together and all healthy, and yeah. not having so much time together will be as big of a deal as some people might think. Okay. But I get your lack of confidence that we can get to that point because of all the obstacles that seem to come up with this team. I get the hesitation. As a fan, like I said, I just hope you're wrong.
0: Yeah, I look, and I, and I get that, obviously. I'm working with technology here.
2: <laughs> this is this, is
0: this, this going to fail me or not? That's the that's one of the big questions here on the show. Um, we are live from the bunker in Clifton Park, Honorado and Bagnardi, and uh, we are celebrating our Pick Six Vodka Weekly winners here. Good crowd taking advantage of the big, of the Pick Six hospitality, Still taking good. advantage of a couple of idiots here who weren't able to successfully pick. NFL games correctly all that much this season. All right, when we come back, our guest on this week's show is Ben Lyons, movie critic. You remember him certainly from MTV, the E! Channel. He really launched Players' Tribune. He's a ESPN work as well. sports radio talk show host with Rich Eisen. He's going to join us next. We're going we're to talk some movies, talk some entertainment. But then I really want to send this rabid Knicks fan after – bagging to see what the New york city rival really really is on the show all right hang on everybody we got ben lines coming up next right here on honorado Magnardi.
2: overweight if you snore don't wait for your next physical to find out you have sleep apnea it could cost you your job call dr frederick Dreyer at the integrative sleep center for a game-changing alternative in sleep apnea treatment and get a good night's rest Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry
0: through products and purpose. Claim your crown.
2: Wondering what to do now that your Philips CPAP was recalled? Dr. Frederick Dreyer has a safe and effective alternative treatment for sleep apnea. Just pop it in and get a good night's rest. Keep your quality of life. Call the Integrative Sleep Center today. We work with all insurances. And now, back to Honorado and Bad Nardi. Brought to you by House.
0: Welcome back to Honorado and Bagnardi Bags. I asked you last week what some of the like qualifies were qualifiers were to be a guest on the show. Yes. We're adding one though, now that we're in the NBA season and deep into it here. You don't just have to be from New Jersey. You don't just have to have red hair or gone to Ithaca College. Good. You, you may be a fan of a basketball team that is a rival to your Brooklyn Nets simply for my own entertainment and enjoyment. Okay. I'll take that.
1: Um, If my Nets keep uh, losing players, though, this is not going to be good. Um, But I'm okay to talk to anybody who is a fan of the other
0: New York team. Mm, Interesting. Okay. Uh, The Louisiana Fast Minute brought to you by Popeyes, still to come here on the show. And uh, and mine might have something to do with your Brooklyn Nets. Let's bring Mm -hmm. in our guest, though, here. Ben Lyons, who I've What's been a fan fun? of for a
3: very long time. Ben, it's it's great to connect with you here, man. Thanks for doing the show. No, nah, I appreciate you guys having me on. If you guys want to talk about the nightclub with the lights on that is the Barclays Center, I will happily oblige.
0: <laughs> okay, I love it. Yeah. Uh, you do so much and have done so much. I'll rattle some of the things off here from E to ESPN to Nickelodeon to GMA to being the, uh, the Players' Tribune, to being a, a great fill-in host on The Rich Eisen Show, which I'm contractually cleared to mention because it's Peacock TV. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, and I know more things in the works for you as well, but uh, but many people certainly know you from your your time as being a film critic, which I don't know that that ever leaves you. So my first question really, Ben, is what is the
3: last movie you saw in a movie theater? The last movie, thanks again for having me on the show and for mentioning all those places where I've been hired and fired over the years. um, I think I saw Dune before the break on the IMAX. uh, And while watching it, I thought to myself, does any of this make sense or is this absolutely brilliant and over my head? And I left thinking it was the latter and I'm still convinced that it was too smart for me and it was really good, but I just didn't get it um yeah it's, it's a really weird experience man seeing all these movies now on your phone and at home yeah. and and uh on our on our tvs you know i was excited to go back to the sundance film festival which had plans of reopening this year boots on the ground in park city that wasn't to be and there's something really special about that experience of sitting in a room with strangers the lights go out you finally get to see something you've been hearing about or reading about for years and you walk out of that theater and everybody's a critic and everybody now turns to social media and there's no better feeling than walking with your friend or your wife or your your dad and just be like, what'd you think of the movie and you get on the train and you talk about it that experience still matters i think we just have to figure out how to navigate it in this new world was it easier to write about a film that you hated or a film that you liked Uh, it's so much better to stand up on a chair and tell everybody go and see this movie there's a film blue bayou that i don't know if you've had a chance to see it's with justin sean and alicia vikander Mm -hmm. and it's about a guy in louisiana who's down on his luck he's a tattoo artist he has a baby on the way he's trying to make make ends meet turns out he's about to get deported he was adopted when he was a young boy lived his whole life in louisiana korean guy and now he's going to be deported and you're like I want to stand up on a chair and tell everyone about Blue Bayou this movie's incredible nobody needs me to come out and and you know speak poorly of the latest Spider-Man movie that everybody seems to love uh, but you know these c- certain critic-proof movies if you will exist mm. and that's fine it's far more rewarding to champion stuff you love
0: Beggs you're a huge movie goer and and I am too I, I did a semester in LA Ben and uh and seen many movies at the Arclight
3: Theater. Uh, I don't even know if that's still, is it still around? No, unfortunately, the casualties of the pandemic, I I I believe there's plans to reopen the Cinerama Dome, which is their flagship theater over on Sunset. But yeah, the Arclight was really positioning itself to, to be like a museum for film, the way you would go to the MoMA or your local natural history museum. Like They wanted to be a museum for film and have that experience and a really special place that sadly did not survive these times.
0: Shawnee, what's the last movie in the theater for you? Do you even know? Spider-Man. Oh, yes. Okay. So you've got recently. Uh, Dude, uh, guys, I think I go back to, I was looking at movies that were released in 19 and 20. I think I go back to the Green Book. Can you believe that? I mean, it's been that long for me. Now, my wife has been in the movies more recently than I, but I think it's been that long for me. And, And I'm thinking, is it wasted money, Ben, for my first trip back since the pandemic
3: to go see the new Scream movie? Scream, one of those seminal movies in my life. Let's be honest; I was yeah. at target age when that came out in the '90s. I remember seeing it opening night on 62nd and Broadway, and seeing it three times in theaters opening <laughs> weekend. Like that was just the thing. Um, yeah, go go support the 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 Scream franchise and Officer Dewey. You know why not? Uh, those movies are iconic. <laughs> they really jumped the shark once uh, once they kind of expanded their universe. I remember I got I got to cover. I think it was like the Scream 5 it was a reboot and it had the, the first one that had everybody back. I got to cover that and I got to interview Wes Craven, I remember, and that was a big one for me. One of those junkets where like I had to just calm down because I was so excited, was such a part of my childhood. Those movies, uh, yeah, are, are the, like the appropriate amount of, of scary for me. I don't do well with horror. Okay. I don't do well with blood and guts. I don't do well with torture movies. No jigsaw in my life. We keep positive energy around, Uh, but Scream, those movies are a lot of fun. So yeah, go see the new one, why not? You mentioned Wes Craven. Is, Is there another one that stands out for you where you got really excited like that? Maybe an
1: athlete
0: or
3: just anyone who you were like, I can't believe I'm getting to talk to this person. I've been very fortunate in my in my run doing this hustle over the years, that has happened often. And I look back now at sort of moments that I got to touch, like the Avatar premiere in London, or got a chance to interview LeBron and Jay-Z together at All-Star. Mm. And I spent the entire interview just trying to recruit LeBron to the Knicks. I wore like a Spike t <laughs> shirt. I was asking him about if the New York economy went up because the team was in the finals, then maybe the world's economy would come up and what would it be like to save the world? and getting a pat on the back from Jay-Z telling me to calm down was was a good one. But going to see Tom Cruise in Dubai, getting to do Rihanna in Israel. I mean, I've had some wild interviews and adventures. I get so excited every time I see Russell Brand. I had a chance to see his one-man show right before the pandemic, and he's a genius. I love Russell. He's He's back acting again. I saw him in a trailer for something so yeah that's the challenge people ask I don't know if you guys have this too you have somebody you're excited about on your show other than me please don't tell me you're getting nervous for me but it's not about getting nervous it's about getting over excited because you're just so thrilled to be able to make the 14 year old version of yourself proud you know
0: when we had Chelsea Handler on I think we we're all nervous that we wouldn't hit the bleep button
3: fast enough <laughs> you could bite your head off Chelsea <laughs> Chelsea's incredible I you know she uh she was on the e-channel when I was there so we spent a lot of time kind of uh and what's amazing about Chelsea she had a shot she had the Chelsea Handler show it didn't work out it went away and then it came back and then kind of exploded and just a reminder to keep going in this Mm. hustle you know whatever whatever your angle on it is just that you got to keep keep going keep pushing the boulder up the hill even if you feel like sisyphus and hades who's condemned <laughs> to a, a life of it coming back down um people like chelsea remind me keep going keep going you've got more things to say and things to do out there uh, you just name dropped like crazy and bags did kind of
0: ask you this in a in a different way so i'll rephrase what is a movie that
3: you love that others hate and a movie you hate or didn't like that others <laughs> loved I, uh, everybody knows my passion for, for I am legend, which I still think holds up. I love that film. I got a lot of heat for it as a story that goes with that for another time. Um, it happens, right? It happens where even this licorice pizza movie, I love the Paul Thomas Anderson one, the, the, the new one, I think it's beautiful film about young love and, and it captures that time period. It's authentic. I'm seeing it get panned everywhere. I'm not seeing it on anybody's top 10 lists for the last year. And so you kind of have to, you know, just, make your own bed and sleep in it. You understand? It's like wine. Nobody really knows anything about wine. It's just what they like. And if you can get to that and realize, okay, I'm honest with myself. I'm not just saying I like things. Mm. Because that's what I'm supposed to like things. Um, I, yeah, I think it's really important. I think you just find your own voice as you, the more you do this, the more reps you have, and you start to find the movies and filmmakers that you sort of gravitate towards and champion. And you hope that, you know, some other people will give them a shot too.
0: Shawnee, have you been on the wrong side of history in a, a movie take? I'll give you mine real quick yeah, well you yeah. think. Ben, for me, I, I despise the movie. And I understand there are two great actors in it. And it won an Academy Award for Best Picture. I cannot stand Titanic. <laughs> and I, and I, I
3: get that I am in the the extreme minority but i just somehow (laughs) somehow they were managed to stay at number one for 20 weeks in a row without your support (laughs) Um, well
0: i did see it i did see it (laughs) yeah
3: titanic definitely one of those movies that doesn't hold up and it's funny to go back and look at culture and be like the entire world was enamored with this and Hmm. you got back well yeah the the visual spectacle at the time was unlike things we were accustomed to seeing Hmm. Uh, it was a story that you know, was passed on from generation, your love story, you Leo Star. Star. Like, there's things, there's reasons why it works, but I uh, haven't, haven't seen much Billy Zane since. <laughs> when well, you talk know. about uh, the Polar Express, man, you and I
1: both hate that movie that, that we think is just way too overrated, but you know what, I'll, I'll throw an actor out there who I can't stand, who I think a lot of people love is Nicolas Cage, man.
3: I mean, yeah. Nicolas Cage is like a, like a VC. And that you can invest in like ten things, and you like three of them hit, and there you go. Right? Yeah. Like he, he's awful in so many things, yes. and then a movie like Pig comes along, and it's him, and it's big, and it's like looking for my pig, and you're like, this is brilliant. This is so bad. It's brilliant, and you know, film a couple of years ago, the name escapes me, but it was I acted opposite all transients, and mm. and non-actors and, and it's in texas i forgot the name of it i'll look it I'll, I'll look it up for another time why would that be of importance um but nick cage is so bad he's good sometimes and he's and in those 90s action movies we all grew up on do hold up in, in a way you know um so yeah he's he's a strange cat those ghost rider movies are awful i oh. love the national treasures i feel like we're due for one of those um, but yeah, you know it's funny. There's there's certain films and certain actors that strike a chord with people. They capture a moment of time, and then it's hard to kind of have longevity. It's a very what's new, what's next kind of business. And all of a sudden somebody's been out of sight out of mind you go hey what happened to their career why don't they work much anymore and all of a sudden you become kind of yesterday's news and that's a it's a tough thing for actors to reinvent themselves you're seeing it with affleck right now where obviously his celebrity and and you know he's never had the most range as an actor but his celebrity is blurred with the parts he's chosen in the past he was chasing some type of top of the mountain movie star thing and now he's kind of fallen back into into a, a more older wiser less showy kind of actor and i think it's paying off in the tender bar and the way back and these better movies he's making now in the second half of his career All right, i swear we are going to ask you a question about the knicks here but you've already rattled off after the after the minnesota timberwolves come to town and shut down the world's most famous do we have to really i
0: mean you gotta make some free
3: throws oh no, like you can't you can't tell the fans to shut up and then go one for seven the next night. And you can't no. you can't miss free throws all the time. And you can't – they don't do anything special this year. Last year, they were overachieved defense. They shot the three really well. They're just marginal and average in all ways. And uh, if, if last year – if, yeah. if Lavin 40 tweeted that he loved the Lower East Side, that it was dope AF, and then he went on a terrible streak where he didn't score ten points for a month and a half. <laughs> with the pianos on (laughs) Essex calm down
1: if last year didn't exist though and it was this year last year you'd be like oh the Knicks are not too bad they're they're sort of overachieving right it's just isn't it that the expectation was raised now and they're just not taking that next step what is it you think that they're missing that would really take that next
3: step for them yes the expectations were were a little elevated but I think for diehards there was a a reality that's set in of we know we're an average team. We're not trying to 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 put like championship or bust on on the the north star. They have a lot of duality right now. Like you can't play Mitchell Robinson and Nerlens Noel together.
2: Right. Yeah,
3: they do the same thing. Neither one stretches the floor. Not uh, both sort of a, a rim runner and, and liability on offense. You're playing four on five. You never know when Kemba Walker is going to feel okay to play basketball. Fournier is awful I I, he's so flat-footed and inconsistent if he's not making his three he's not contributing they need guys who can do multiple things and that's why people are excited about Cam Reddish like Mm. Cam Reddish potentially could be a dynamic wing player who can defend shoot the three put it on the bounce like he can do a lot of things their offense still relies on Alec Burks creating like you know what I mean? As I know, I know he looks like my dad's doorman, Hector. So every time we watch the game, he's screaming, "Give it to Hector!" But that's not that's not an offense when you're going up against you know in the NBA. Like look at look at Bridges the other night comes yeah. in the garden and looks like Michael Jordan. It's ridiculous. Like guys show out at the world's most famous. Nobody gets nobody gets on the stage at Barclays and is like, "I'm on the bright lights in New York City. I got to show out for all these." Wait a minute. And meditation. I do love that there is a meditation room at the Barclays, but no, no player comes to town. And it's like I got to show out for us. We get forty point Ricky Rubio nights. Oh, so- the Nets get everybody's
1: best shot, especially in their building. I mean, there's a reason the Nets
3: are like five hundred at home this year. Yeah, there's reason is because they've got guys named Gesundheit Like besides the three amigos, there's what? nothing <laughs> there. It's wild, like. They, they, I love the the player introductions when you get there early and you see the starting lineups and like Durant's hurt and Kyrie's out and it's just a it's like it's like guys won a contest and are starting in the NBA. It's True, there are a lot of guys who were going to be just G leaguers playing. Look, that's that's, that's that nothing to do with COVID and the pandemic and the fact that you had the audacity no. to sign Langston Galloway once a nick, always a nick to two ten days and not sign him for the rest of the year. So now he's going to go win a championship in Milwaukee. <laughs> Ridiculous that's
0: the that's and that's the problem with the nba when like the warriors that's when they really chased the stars they lost the depth of the iguodala's and i'll even say like harrison barnes i mean they, they lost the depth that made them the championship team when it was i'll just say just curry and clay but when they got durant they had to sacrifice some, and that was the problem with Brooklyn and Sean and I have talked about this on the show is you know okay if you want to go get Harden go get Harden but understand
3: you lose one or two of these guys now you don't have a team that's going to win you a playoff series period you know be help you know be helpful for stopping Giannis at the Rim Jared Allen you know yeah. what I mean and, me. and, and there's no player development for these teams you got you want to see guys getting better and that's what to the Warriors credit Jordan Poole, Toscana Anderson. Um, if Wiseman can get back healthy, like you know, you know, you're know the last player the Knicks drafted and then resigned.
0: I think I heard you say this. I'm not. I I, I do know it, but I only because I heard you say it in some it's of my crazy. research for this interview.
3: It's Charlie Ward. It's been thirty years since they were like, this guy's good at basketball. We should give him more money to continue to do this here. Wow. What? Yeah. Like. But would you be a happier team to bring in somebody like Kevin Durant? I mean, you would. You just would. Yeah, but like, let's say they don't get out of the second round again. Are you happy with this three-year run of no playoff? He didn't play a full year. If the Knicks ever paid somebody $40 million not to play basketball, their name would be Shandon Anderson. Like This is crazy that, that this man didn't play for a full year, and everyone's like, yeah, we want him. And then now it's – I love KD, but – Man, if they go out second round knockout, cannabis style again, like what are we doing here? We to, Harden's gonna go walk sax Fifth Avenue uh, board meetings this summer to keep him busy. I don't know, man. That that thing's gonna crash and burn. It's not it's very with, well but it's not ending with urban farmers everywhere in Brooklyn just like raining down lattes onto Fulton Street. <laughs> Where would the parade even be? Wow. <laughs> all right he put it on the screen so i'll ask it i'll gladly change the topic (laughs) who's your favorite nick of all time come on man nobody else did i have such a love for carmelo anthony it's so deep and pure it's like keon and then me who show this man love like i I love Mello. He came here when no one else wanted to come here. Led the league in scoring with the oldest team in the history of the sport. I remember celebrating Jason Kidd's 40th birthday when he started for the Knicks at Point Guard. They had a 35-year-old rookie in Pablo Prigioni. You had J.R. Smith going out in the meatpacking district. And here's Mello giving you 29 points every night. Led the league in scoring, was third in MVP, took him to the playoffs nobody else wanted to come because amari was punching fire extinguishers and going to fashion week <laughs> with ice and cut off sleeves looking like lenny kravitz on acid you know it was every year the knicks at coachella the knicks at the met ball and yep. and, and and now that that time is done I, you know i love mel i love rj barrett's guy's got phenomenal teeth i don't know who's orthodontist is there's something to the nba's dentistry game these guys have phenomenal smiles but i love rj love chris childs i've gotten to know him a little bit through social media i'm supposed to head down to jacksonville in march play some golf with number one very excited about that and uh you know i can go on and on man there's a lot of guys who hold a special place in my heart magic Lampy. i love the andy and landry show andy Routons and landry fields had their own show on msg that was very average yep. and great and uh yeah we've had a lot of guys who look like me unfortunately the last couple of years. <laughs> Rare brothers. I don't have a man bun like Lou almondson uh, Ron Baker. You know, I can go into a nightclub, you know, at three in the morning, and tell somebody I'm Ron Baker, and I go home not alone. You know what I mean? So it's nice having those kind of guys here. But man, it's been tough. How about you? Who's your favorite Brooklyn net of all time? Ooh, well, for me, it's it's Paul So it's, many it's, memories. It's, no, it's Jason Kidd for the for the memories for the yeah. for spilling of the soda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just for just for him being a coach. Not a oh, Brooklyn Nets, you don't get to claim Jason Kidd. I said, who's your favorite Brooklyn Net of all time? Kerry Kittle's sock. save so much money, you just give everybody one sock.
1: I have been a fan since Sam Cassell was the point guard. I absolutely can claim Jason Kidd if I want. But my at Brooklyn Net, it would have to be Durant. It just is. He's the best player in franchise history, and it's not even close.
3: Has he played a Full season's worth of games for the team has he played 82 games <laughs> he's yeah. broken half the net's records in <laughs> games he has played. so it's really a treat to watch him play live he's the best basketball player on the planet and you see it every time you go and watch it's ridiculous he does these i've had a chance to go to some warriors practices i did some voting work with rock the Vote, and we would go to practice and stuff and he the the drills he does are unlike anything that anybody else does so i don't know why yeah. other people don't do that he jumps in circles, off balance, and shoots these crazy shots. I don't understand why other guys don't just emulate his his workout and his routine. It's incredible. What What
0: he should do is not wear a sneaker half a size too big, and they might have been in the NBA
3: finals. It's a game of inches, you know. It's right there. Success and failure. It's what keeps us pushing that boulder up the hill. All right. Uh, in addition to harassing people
0: on social media to get them to come on this show, Ben, we have a great graphics guy who developed something for us so before we say goodbye I, I need to use this graphic and then get your thoughts on it what nba franchise has the best celebrity fan ambassador i'm not
3: putting you on the list but is it spike these no, heavyweights so you Jack, first Billy, of all all these guys are diehards let's be let's give them some credit right they are they're not just there for the nba finals or the conference finals or whatever they're there on a tuesday night in january when the orlando magic are in town um
2: no, Drake
1: is only there if Durant's in town or if one of his other homies is in town. Did Drake take him
3: off the list? I don't even want to look at Drake. Brooklyn Netflix? is it? Is it Pablo Torre? Like who is the biggest celebrity Brooklyn? Gisele, come God on. Jehovah Gavivova. they there half the game. Come on. I mean. I own Madison Square. Catch me at the fight with Cam. Like, I heard stuff. like he rhymes about being a Knicks fan. So I don't know. Jury's out on Jay-Z's status and his allegiance. He sold the team. He's like, no, he's like, I used to own this and now I don't. Like that's really. sells a basketball team when they're like in their 40s. That's crazy. So I think Spike Lee by far is the greatest because he is so genuinely hmm. obsessed that he puts everything else to the side. Like I was at a Black Klansman awards party. There's a studio that's trying to actively campaign to get this man an Oscar, which he ultimately got. And he's in the corner saying, Ben, pull up your phone, the Knicks are playing the Hawks. And we watched, it was like October. It was like an, a Nick game, the third game. He's at can, and he's putting up games. He, he's like on the on the screen at like 11 at night, midnight, one in the morning, he's watching a Nick game in France. Like this man, has been through it. He's been a part of it. He's there every night. They treat him like garbage, which is ridiculous. Like, that's its own thing.
1: That's because he kicks off half the guys and motivates him to
3: go. And he gets Reggie Miller mad. He gets all these stars <laughs> angry. And the two loses. My father's a diehard Red Sox fan. Taught me everything about fanaticism. It's going to say cause of death: Boston Red Sox on his tombstone, and he, uh, you know, he got four World Series, right? And and it's and it's just made him relax in life. I want to see that just once in my life. I just want one. I just want one. You know, and and Spike has that level of fanaticism where it's just let's just get this man one. Can you imagine this man running down? fifth avenue dressed like a crazy brooklyn leprechaun like he's his fashion game's gotten so zany as he's gotten older i love spike lee he's got to be getting the tips and advice from clyde like they, they must frazier
0: must be sending him his his wardrobe i don't know something's up he's like,
3: yeah i got a guy he'll get you like these purple socks they're good with his top hat with a feather his jewelry game and beads like he's kind of turned into like a monk like it's a uh, I don't know he he looks ill i love it i think i think he can get away with dwayne wade glasses without rims like it like without lenses you know yeah um yeah but spike lee do the right thing probably if you had asked me my favorite movie i would say do the right thing holds up to this day watched it again from start to finish about a month ago i love that film yeah really good one all right bags uh any final shots here from you a lot here fellas we got into it thank yeah, you no, I,
0: I think we should let him go yeah I think we should let him go cut I'm him with, with
3: you <laughs> ben,
0: we appreciate the time, brother. Uh, look forward to what your next project will be. I know we'll hear about that soon. And uh, and and thanks for taking the time with us here in uh, in
3: Albany, New York, on Honorado and Bagnardi. Continued success, fellas. Thanks for having me on. If you build it, they will come. And you guys have built something special here. And it's an honor to come through. And I hope to come back soon. Thanks so much.
2: Happiness is found in simple things: the sun on your face sharing laughs at the campground getting wet relaxing together the love of family there's never been a better time to go outside and play alpenhouse pool spa boat and rv bringing families together and creating memories since 1964. and now Back to Honorado and Bagnardi. Brought to you by Alpenhouse. House. Welcome back to the book review on
0: Honorado and Bagnardi. I'm from Ben Lyons for hanging out with us uh, earlier in the week. Got a, little, got a intense between a Knicks and a Nets fan. I like it.
1: Yeah, the Nets are very personal to me, as you know. And you can tell the Knicks are very personal to him that was clearly his number one it's different you know your favorite team is one thing but your number one right everybody has a favorite team in every sport
0: but your number
1: one is your number
0: one yeah 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 and 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 you could feel it in that conversation i love it love it uh we're having a good time here with pick six vodka saratoga courage distillery our thanks man to Holly and Adam and Klee is here running around here as well, helping us out all NFL season long. We did our picks already. This Tonight, let me throw them back up here for the people, bags. Please. I'm the only one on the Titans, and I'm the only one on the Rams. Here's my opportunity to make up a little bit of ground on our viewer. Duke Johnson's our, our viewer this week making picks. You are alone with Kansas City, and I know you feel good about that.
1: I do. Duke Johnson wins the title for the coolest name of any guest picker. Um, that's a good sports name for yeah, sure. Yeah, That's a good
0: football name. All right, in the final few moments we have here, let me throw this at you. LeBron James is now the only player in NBA history with 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 9,000 assists. Yeah. What more does this guy need to do, Bags? To pass Michael Jordan as greatest of all time, or has he already, in your mind, done that? Well, not in my mind. I know that uh, some people.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, it's a good point, Jason. Can we bring it up? Yeah. Duke Johnson is an NFL running back. Yeah. So that's that's exactly it. That's exactly why. Um, so LeBron. Look. In my mind, he can't pass. Never. No matter what. You will not allow it to happen. Many people you ask these questions will say he already has passed. I know. I'm asking you. For me, it's a no because he can't – he would have to basically, like, win out for the rest of his career, right? It's about the ranks. And I know – I know he's starting to accumulate them and he can accumulate some more. He's one with you, three different teams. I know you're not high on the Lakers' chances this year, uh, but I think they've got the talent to make enough noise. If everybody's, I know Russ stinks now. Will right? not
0: win with Russell Westbrook. It will not happen. Okay. Listen,
1: how many more do you think
0: he has left in? How many rings? Um, uh, sh- I'll go two more after this one where he could be the best player on a championship team.
1: Kind of a vague answer there. It could be the best player. No, I'm on-
0: going, I'm going, he's got two more where he, where he could, a championship team where he'd be the best player.
1: How important is it that he is the best player on a championship team? as opposed to its important. winning the championship. Yeah,
0: you can't be Gary Payton or Carl Malone trying to get one late in their career. No. You don't think at the end of the day they all kind of mix in no. and it's just
1: that final number with no. the
0: great player people remember? Yeah. Robert Ori has a bunch too. Anybody look at Ori's rings and be like, boy, well, he's one of the greatest players ever. No,
2: he's no, a obviously. player.
0: You have to be the guy.
1: So if he gets, if he gets to six... Is he better than Jordan?
0: That's the real question. I know. No. Look, 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 he's 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 only at four, so you got to get two more, and I don't think he's getting there.
1: I'm not as high on the importance of losing in the championship as you are. I know. Because to me, you're basically punishing a guy for going all the way to the finals as opposed to if they just lose the round before or the round before, which isn't right.
0: I'm punishing a guy for not winning on the biggest stage. That's where I'm punishing a guy, and you would too. Guys get to the finals. Guys get to the World Series. Guys get to the Super Bowl. You, you're telling me it doesn't look worse for the Bills in the '90s by losing four straight Super Bowls as no. opposed to not getting there. No, it it
1: th- it looks worse because it's something people remember as opposed to not remembering at all. And why is it? Why it- is it? Hold on, but you still remember those teams for getting to the championship, whereas
0: if you don't, you weren't as good. But you're there's a, a reason those are memorable, because they're the biggest, most important moments. Agreed. You I, got if you're the best, if you're the best player on the planet, you need to win those games, those series, whatever it is. At the four years in Miami, I think, will be remembered poorly for his legacy, Whatever you want, whatever word you want to use. Not beating the Mavericks, and then not even being in that series against San Antonio. Not yeah, that a good was the best.
1: One. That was the best I've ever seen any team play in the no. finals. San Antonio no. that year. Um, and yeah, he took a he took a horrid Cleveland team all the way to the championship. Yeah. His first time to the finals. So like, you're gonna punish him for that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. But in my mind, he'll never get there because he's not gonna get the team more anyway to even
0: make it a conversation. Shout out to the bunker in Clifton Park. There's a location in Gilliland as well. Shout out to Pick 6 Vodka and Bags. Shout out to all of our winners this season on Honorado and Bagnardi. There were a lot of them.
2: Thanks for watching, everyone.